Hello, everybody. Welcome to Arsenal X, NGR Radio's Xbox podcast. Even in audio form, we throw up the X. <laughs> yes, because we're about to throw down. Joining me is my wise Wisconsinite, Mr. Jesse Douglas. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Yes, uh, fortunately, Bossman won't be able to join us. Um, he is uh, recovering from the weekend, <laughs> and uh, a lot of things um, have came up. And, you know, he's being the boss and handling them well. So, uh, unfortunately, he won't be on this episode. Hopefully, we will have him next episode so we can have a discussion uh, on the Battlefield 5 beta and the Blackout beta from Call of Duty 4. And also talk Forza Horizon for uh, demo. So, um, we're going to try to get get you guys our opinions about that. But do check out the uh, Arsenal X Xbox channel for Nurse Go Rogue, where you guys can watch Jesse and uh, Corey play Battlefield 5 and play some Call of Duty Black Ops 4. Um, they were streaming them a couple of weeks ago, so they, they're really good, really fun. Um, I have thoughts on them, positive thoughts, actually. I have it. Um, and I think we all came, I think we all probably came out of it more positive than we expected. Um, yeah, not so much for the fortress yet. Um, and that's more personally for me. Um, but when we have our roundtable discussion, we will talk about that. But we're going to get into the show. Um, and also, hopefully, everybody had fun with the TMNT commentary. You guys could go back and watch that on our Arsenal X page. Uh, or check out the uh, it should be a movie commentary playlist. So you guys could watch all four Ninja Turtle discussions that we had. Uh, which is kind of funny. Uh, I was telling uh, Corey Jesse that, you know, how we was talking about Batman during the commentary. Yeah. And then yeah. our part of play was uh, Arkham Knight. <laughs> yeah. So I just like, <laughs> oh, everything fits unexpectedly. <laughs> that wasn't planning anything. But we're going to get into what's been in our arsenal. Jesse, what's been in your arsenal, man? All right. So, um, Obviously, you know, other than playing a little blackout, uh, the beta and stuff like that, uh, I did end up playing that, um, you know, early in the, on Monday or whatever, after the weekend, after last weekend, uh, I still, I got a chance to play it or whatever Monday. And, uh, but did they, did they end it Monday night or it was like Monday, Monday afternoon, I think, or okay. something like that, or m maybe early. It might have been earlier Monday because it was, they ended it at 6 p.m., I believe, uh, um, in England, like on their time. So I don't know what it would have been in our time, but okay. I just know I got to play it early, like, and I played it a little bit in the morning. Um, before it, you know, before it was done, I played a little, but, um, yeah, so I played that and then, um, I, I played like with the messenger, I don't really play a lot of it. I just like, will pick it up and play like a level or two at a time and then set it down. And I'm just kind of slowly working my way through that. Mm -hmm. But I, I'm to the point where I, I just beat the boss where it was, uh, um, these two ogres or whatever. Yeah. 
and um they they're like they're like almost have like a wrestling style to them where they like are they fight as a tag team yeah where they'll they'll tag each and uh each other in and out as i'm versing them and so i just beat them that's that's like the furthest i've got well actually i think i may have beat one level if you're if you're after at, that if you're at the orcs then you're at the halfway point because okay, I, when you get to, I believe, the next section, uh, that's when you, if you beat that boss, you'll be kind of switching into the 16-bit stuff. Okay. Okay, yeah, I'm in, like, a frozen level area, like, right now where I'm at. Yeah. It's, like, frozen level. Yeah, so you're getting, yeah, like, you'll be close to, you're, like, at okay. all close to the halfway point. Okay. Yeah, I was I was figuring I had to get there pretty soon because, like you know, when I first got it, I I would sit down and play for long periods of time, uh-huh. but late but lately I just go through a couple of levels or so and then I put it down and play something else or do something else or whatever. So I've I'm just kind of slowly working my way through that game. I'm enjoying it, you know. It's it's uh, it's nothing like like super spectacular. Like it's not like the best game I've ever played, but it's also not bad. So, so I, you know, I'm really enjoying it and, you know, I find it humorous at times and stuff. Just, you know, just the whole like idea of you, these, the bosses, you know, they, they're, they're some like so aggressive towards you, but then, <laughs> then they just, after you beat them, they're just like, Oh, okay, well go along. We'll help you if you need it. <laughs> you know, it's just kind of weird how like, how, you know like how the the bosses are in this in this game you know they they act really tough but then once you beat them they're just like all, all willing to help you out and stuff like that on your journey and so it's it's kind of just weird like that but yeah i played that um i finished far cry 5 yay finally <laughs> i finally just sat down and just played like the story the story stuff now technically i think there's like one one or two more like missions that are considered story missions but mm-hmm. i don't know how they're considered story missions because it's just something as dumb as like taking out boats that are carrying like the drugs or whatever because like i beat the bosses and i like you know like actually you know made the final decision in the game but I think it's just you can go back and you can do some of that stuff. So like even though it's technically story missions, they're they're more of like like side missions. They don't really have anything to do with the story. It's I'm kind of confused on that on how they decided what things were because normally like if in order to progress into a, a storyline, you'd have to finish all the story uh, missions, but. Like they do it weird where some of the missions are considered story missions, but they're not actually anything to really do per se with with the actual story progression. I don't know. They it's the way they have that stuff set up on that game is kind of weird, anyways. But but yeah, like so I beat that, and then um, uh, what else? I, I oh I've been playing some PUBG, uh. On because I I ended up you know like when I when they went to the 1.0 version I ended up getting getting the season pass type thing or whatever whatever you call it where when you know just like in uh in um 
Fortnite where you can you can unlock a whole bunch of extra stuff that you can only unlock. Yeah. You know, for your character if you pay the and and it's not as bad as as uh Fortnite's. It's only ten dollars for the season. Whereas I think Fortnite's was like thirty or 30. something like that. Thirty or something. Did you uh get a whole did a whole bunch of achievements pop up for you for PUBG? Because it did um, for Corey. Yeah, there was some achievements and things that popped up. Um, and then I, I also, you know, like there, I also did get some new achievements more recently with playing it, but I think, I think that first time when we got the 1.0, it might've had some achievements pop up. I don't remember for sure, but yeah, I've been playing that, that mostly, um, trying to think there's something else that I, I think I played on. Since I didn't do Power Block, I think there was something else that I played on Switch too. I I know I was gonna try to. Uh, oh yeah, I play. I did play a little bit of the Adventure Pals again, and I actually I did play a little Fortnite okay. too as well. Um, yeah, I did. I did download like the <laughs> the Nintendo thing or whatever. That's only that you can use, you know, when you have the the season or the the uh, subscription to the online. Uh-huh. But I haven't I haven't done any of that yet. I I probably will eventually. You got get the, the free trial. The, well, I didn't I didn't sign up for that yet. Even the free trial yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because they offer they offer it to download, but like for me, I just went ahead and paid it. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah yeah so and i'm and i'm still i'm still thinking about all that because yeah, I, I don't know i'm i'm still not sure if i really need it yet but but i will you know i'll figure that out eventually um i think for the most part that's that's it just um Oh, I did play. I did play some uh, some Wolfenstein. Uh, what is it? New two. Order, or whatever. Yeah, I played New Order, the first one. Oh, I thought you was playing two. Okay. No, no, I was playing one because I want to finish one and two, but eventually. But I, I'm gonna now go on to now that I need to get that list from you <laughs> and write it down too of the games right. that I picked because I, I like that. I wonder if. Um, I should do New Blood, and then do Wolfenstein One, and then go into finish up on Two, because I jumped in Two to see how we how we play, and I just like well, it's really hard to get into Two since I never beat the other one. So I think when I when I uh I think for my PS4, I think I'm gonna start up. I'm gonna start up One, but I still need to finish the Horizon stuff. Uh, Zero yeah. Nine, I need to get that platinum, but then, um get done with De- uh, Devil May Cry 4 um, and then hop on to uh, her- uh, to um, Wolfenstein because I don't think Wolfenstein okay. is going to take me long I think it might take me a month or three weeks but it depends on how much effort that I put into the game <laughs> let's just say yeah yeah, I think that's pretty much it other than, other, other than just like me and you playing uh <laughs> playing blackout and getting getting first place that yeah, was pretty I talk, sweet i told Corey that uh yesterday he's uh saturday and he was just like oh yeah i got the picture <laughs> <laughs> that, that's why i cannot wait to have that discussion and and like i said i well i'm still not gonna buy blackout uh black ops for 
but it is a great mo. It is fun. I I I will give it that. It it for some reason it works with that Call of Duty engine. Yeah, and who knows? Maybe maybe you'll get it eventually. Like, cause we, cause I think me and Corey are for sure gonna get it. I know Pat's gonna get it for mm-hmm. sure. But um, cause then we'll we'll probably play that. Cause I I told him I said I'm gonna be honest. I still I still enjoy playing uh, PUBG. Mm-hmm. But at the, but at the same time though, like there's just certain things about PUBG that they just it's just very very minor minor things that they could change about PUBG and make it so much better of an experience. It feels like, and it, it's just they're so minor that I don't super care if they don't. Uh-huh. But it would just make it easier, I think, in general for for people to get into it if they would make them like. Like one of the things that I that I have issues with is like when you're in first person and you want to look down your sights and any other game you just hold the left you push the left trigger down and you'll look down your sight instantly. But in PUBG you have to like tap it and then hold it on the second push and then you know and it doesn't always do that. And if you go against or by too close to a wall or something, it will put your it will put your gun up completely, and you can't even, you know, aim or shoot or anything. Which is something that's very different that like almost no first person shooter game or game like that does is like having it like be almost too realistic that if you know that you can obviously have your gun pointing out and walk mm-hmm. into a wall without running your gun into it so in that game they make your character like put your hold your gun up when you're against a wall so like it's just it's weird i mean it's realistic but at the same time it's just kind of weird it's just not something that's important yeah in a in a game like that and it's kind of like off-putting in a way mm-hmm. that it does that because if you walk too close to a wall and you're trying to shoot at someone, well, then it could cancel out your aiming your gun and then you're dead. You know, I mean, it's 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 just a weird choice on their part to do. Like, there's just certain little mini things like that that I mean haven't completely like wrecked it for me, but at the same time, it's just not needed. You know, you know what I'm saying. So yeah, so yeah, like I'll I'll still play PUBG because I enjoy it. But at the same time, like once Blackout comes out, I can guarantee you that I'm gonna want to play that more than I'm gonna want to play PUBG. But you know, like we'll still I'll still want to play it uh, to to change it up every once in a while. So we're not just playing the same game over and over again for for Royale with cheese. So. Yeah. But but yeah, and then I'm hoping you know like the the call the the Battlefield game, like I'm hoping that we get a demo or something for that for their uh their battle royal type mode or something, I hope. I'm hoping because we really don't know anything about it. So, I mean, they they talked about it a little bit, but they really haven't like you know, like they're like people. I think are gonna want to try it. I, I think with it being pushed back to November, yeah. Hopefully, we get something close to the ink because I would do it for the week of Halloween. In, yeah, in a sense, just to be like you know, if you guys uh, are having a party, want to have some spooky fun or something like that. 
Here's the mm-hmm. uh, Battle Royale for uh, Battlefield Five. Yeah, which the you know like speaking of like that that was such a neat it's a, such a neat touch in the blackout like with the having the zombie stuff in there or whatever. But which, which is we'll get that, more into I, that. Yeah. yeah, we didn't encounter zombies through our play. I I did, but but it, that was in my solo play. Mm-hmm. I like when I'm when I was playing solos. Um, I actually like because I heard that like whenever the zombies are in an area, basically uh, really good weapons spawn in that area, and I actually got that. I didn't know that you could even get rocket launcher until that one game. That was the only game that I had that I had played where I could pick up a rocket launcher. Rocket so I'd got a, yeah, I got a rocket launcher when I was in that area. Hello. I didn't, I didn't survive, but but it was just still cool. Like I didn't realize that you could get a rocket launcher. So I love Metal Slug when they used to say rocket launcher. That's why I say yeah, rocket yeah. like that. But that's all <laughs> that's been in your arsenal. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I think. Okay, so uh, for me, uh, for Switch, I played Puyo Puyo Tetris. Um, started working on that. Um, have fun. I'll be getting back to the messenger and some other games. Tried to do the Dark Souls demo, but uh, it was time, and by time I actually got to try it, it's probably over with. I didn't know it had time dates and stuff, and I had to work a lot, so I missed a, I missed a lot of it. Uh, tried Double Dragon on the NES uh, online service. Um, pretty good. It works. Everything is functional. Okay. Uh, I got to see if I could use a Pro Controller um for it but other than that like the online service works it's fine it's good uh for um uh, didn't do any haven't did anything on my ps4 as for a bit uh but hopefully i will uh in the coming weeks um like i mentioned doing the horizon and stuff like that hope i'll get back to it um I, uh, for Xbox One, um, been doing more mostly Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Uh, I am at the actual final part of the game, I believe, it, because it was just like if I speak to this person, I can't do fast travel no more. So I'm assuming I'm literally at the end of the game. So I'm trying to do some side stuff and get some things finished. Uh, I think by time when I had started it up, it said 58.4 percent that I had done with the game. So there's some stuff that I'm still missing. So I'm going to try to go and do that before I finish the game. I might finish it this weekend um, and then try to get a review up for it um, because I want to be I, – I, I'm ready to jump back into Quantum Break uh, and start mm-hmm. the second chapter and, like, get through that game. Um, I'm I'm going to be trying to get through Hellblade also. Uh because uh, me and Jesse White, we um, just let everybody know that uh, the beauty of video games is available on ngrradio.com. But if you check out Optional Opinion on SoundCloud, uh, me and Jesse White, uh, shout outs to him. And once again, thank thank you again, Jesse, for coming on uh, to talk the beauty of art with me. Uh, we got into a conversation about Doom. So oh, okay. I, uh, I, I got to see if the Doom games are backwards compatible. Uh, cause there was, didn't the original Doom games come to Xbox 360? I think. Um, yeah, I believe so. I, th- uh, yeah, I think I, I think I, it, it may think. have. 
I I I I believe I have to check out the trick because the retro, the regular Doom is in the remake Doom or the new version of Doom. Oh, it is, is it okay? It. But if I could play Doom one one and two, um, and hopefully I think Doom three is also on yeah. PC. I know I think Doom three is on three sixty. Um, I tried to play that game on PC and I couldn't see nothing. But uh, we had a dis- we had a good discussion about that. So I told him that what I'm I'm going to try to get through the Doom games, and hopefully he comes back on optional, uh, and we can have that discussion. Because I want to have him on for Hellblade, and I want to have him on for Doom. Um, so, but I I'm focusing on Shadow, uh, trying to get through that. And dude, I was looking at uh my new game informer came in, and I was looking at the dates for all of these games come out. Dude, it's cr- October is crazy. <laughs> it it literally yeah. is crazy. Yeah, and I haven't even I haven't I haven't touched picked up Spider Man. I haven't picked up Dragon Quest Eleven. Um, th- there's just so much coming out. It's it's crazy. I haven't got the uh, tag team heroes um, by SCK. I I need I want to pick that up. Uh, I want to I I want to get some fighting games on for my Switch, and I haven't picked them up yet. Um, but Sticking to Xbox, yeah, Shadow of the Tomb Raider has been my main focus, and then I'll be jumping into Quantum Break, um, and then try to get to get to my extinction list because I know the Witcher, the Witcher Three is gonna take me a while, and I know <laughs> Jason, he kind of beat it in uh, like about three weeks, two or three weeks, so I, I'm probably gonna follow his route of doing mostly the main quest and some side stuff, and then try to try to get to the end of that game. So, um, but yeah, uh, that is what's been in my arsenal, but so we're going to get into some arsenal news, um, or some, yeah. Um, and the first one, first story that we have is, um, update Devil May Cry 5 music video pulled amid stories about vocalist sexual harassment. Uh, Catcom has been hinting for a little while now that a trailer for Dante, the off-protagonist of the Devil May Cry series, would appear at Tokyo Game Show this year. This video, much like Nero's trailer at Gamescom, was likely to include his theme song from the new game, which Catcom released separately today. The, uh, and all of this news is coming from Game Informer. Uh, Dante's theme was titled Subhuman and performed by American deathcore band Suicide Silence. The song conjures images of an old man Dante riding his motorcycle around the arena while cranking his heavy metal at the highest volume it can go. The video was put up today on the Devil May Cry YouTube account, but was eventually pulled after fans started doing research into the band. Before too long, links were being passed along on social media concerning the band's vocalist having a relationship with and sexually harassing a 16-year-old fan for two years. The vocalist, Eddie Hermida, was accused of beginning a relationship with the Australian teenager, pressuring her for nude pictures after sending her sexually suggestive photos himself and manipulating her. For his part, Hermida apologized for the behavior, but claims he waited until she turned 18 to ask for anything sexual and alleged she lied to him about her age. Uh, There's more to this. the story was originally reported in November last year. Since this discovery, fans have been retweeting at Devil May Cry 5 producer Matt Walker to call attention to the subject. 
Walker has not been particularly active on social media since the typhoon started hammering Japan, but the video was taken down from the Devil May Cry account, so clearly someone noticed the messages. We reached out, uh, Game Informer reached out to Capcom for comment, but did not hear anything back by the time of writing. It is unclear if they plan to change the music for both the game and any trailer that uses it, and if it will constitute a breach of contract with the band on their part. A somewhat likely result is that the presumed Tokyo Game Show trailer will either get hurried edit, hurriedly edited or delayed as a result. Uh, Devil May Cry 5 as a whole, however, will release on March 8th on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. And there are two updates to the story. Um, the first update, um, instead of Dante trailer, Capcom released the same trailer at Gamescom with an extra few lines of dialogue. The Dante portion had been edited to simply loop Nero's Devil Trigger again, which features vocalist Ali Edwards. Um, and then this is the second update. Capcom has responded to our earlier inquiry with the following statement confirming that their reason for pulling the trailer. The music was recorded for the game before the incident came to light and we were unaware of the incident until now. However, as we are not aware of the current situation, Capcom has decided that moving forward we will, uh, we will not further highlight the Dante battle theme for promotional purposes at this time. We are also currently evaluating what options are possible for the full game at this point, which is dependent on various factors such as resources. Hmm. Yeah. And I know they did, they did release the trailer like over the weekend. Uh, yeah. I think last, I think Friday or something, I have seen it, but I don't, I think I seen the edited version and I knew okay. nothing about this. I just, yeah, thought, I, I'm like, oh, it's the new Devil May Cry 5 trailer. Okay, cool. Uh, I, and I didn't know anything about this. Yeah, I, yeah, I didn't, I'm, this is the first time learning about it <laughs> too, like, but like you know, honestly though, like from just from some stories that I've heard, like I don't I don't remember what it was. There was a podcast I was listening to, or they had like talked to someone or something that was like part of like the road crew of like some of those you know like the big metal bands back in the days, and and the stories of some of the stuff that they tell of like what they could get women to do in order to 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 um be able to for the these women to be able to get 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 a chance to come backstage and and meet the band and stuff like that is you know pretty pretty raunchy <laughs> to say the least so like you know like this kind of stuff it, i just like i feel like a like we we probably don't even know the half of the the kind of stuff that goes on with like bands and stuff like that yeah you know, unfortunately. <laughs> but it's weird that Capcom didn't do their research. And I wonder if it was Capcom of Japan who didn't yeah. check or if it was uh, if it was like multiple teams and stuff. Because yeah. they like, I'm assuming they they hired them to do music for them or I don't know if the, ty of the track that they used was licensed or anything. Um, yeah. But that's crazy. Like your lead singer <laughs> does that like yeah well i and i think i think the thing is too is is we live in a different time you know ultimately i mean you know with the me too movement and stuff yeah um you know things things are a little bit more under a microscope now 
than than they were just a couple of years ago even you know so i i think i think the thing is is you know like i mean it's a good thing but like now you know people are are feeling you know aren't feeling quite as uh, afraid to come forward to talk about things or or whatever and you know and uh, i mean you're always going to have your people who are going to take advantage of that and try to make things up yeah. but that's where you hope the you know that the system you know is able to weed those things you know the 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 true and the false things out but but yeah i, I think it's just you know like the, the we just live in a different time now where if if stuff like that was going on and more than you know the two people that it happened to or whatever know that it's that something was going on or people you know have have been witness to something you know weird happening it's not very long that it will be a secret anymore so you know i i think that's the thing is unfortunately you know like as a like as you know like the people trying you know coming up with a person to do music and stuff they probably don't really look too much into things Mm -hmm. maybe as much as they should but i think that's probably what happened is they just you know like you don't always know exactly everything about a band you know and and tell you you have to do a lot of digging but but yeah and like like the genre deathcore, I, 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 I don't follow. I really don't know much about it. Uh, mm-hmm. But I'm assuming it got to be something very hard, and yeah, it probably got to be bleak and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, that's just. I mean, good on Capcom that they that they edited out, edited that out. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, yikes. Yeah, but we're gonna move on to the next next story, and this one kind of hit hard for the whole video game community. Um, legendary composer Nobu Umatsu ceases work due to health issues. Uh, Nobu uh, Umatsu, the composer behind a number of Final Fantasy games, Chrono Trigger, and a host of other major RPGs in the past thirty years, has announced that he is ceasing his current work due to health problems. Umatsu wrote about it on his blog, stating that he has been affected by a disease for a few years that has progressed it to the point where he is unable to act at full capacity. Rather than do subpar work, Umatsu is taking time to rest and reconsider whether future projects will be doable. The composer could decline to name the illness. Earlier this year, Final Fantasy VII Remake producer Yoshinobu Kisasi stated that Uematsu was working on the game, as he did with the original title. We wish the composer the best health in the future. And I I wish him the best health. Um, pretty much everybody in the gaming community was just like, go and take your rest. Like, you know, he has produced some of the most memorable video game music, not just for mm-hmm. RPGs, but just for the gaming community in total. And he, and even yeah. after he stopped doing like video game music, he still was making music. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, and and the reason why I'm I I put this in uh, Arsenal, you know, in the Arsenal X news, is that. This is a man that affects just the whole video game community. Um, mm-hmm. 
you know, Final Fantasy, definitely Chrono Trigger. Like, you could sometimes hear his music and automatically know what game it is. And even if you didn't play it, if you heard the music, you would know or get a hint from where it's from, and you will see how catchy it is. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I'm I, I, I'm wishing him the best. Hopefully everyone from NGR wishes him the best. Uh, that he gets his rest and everything. Um, because he, like they say, he is a legendary composer. He is kind of like on the level of Miyamoto, in a sense. Mm-hmm. And he, he, he was on the level of Iwata. Um, and there's and other big Japanese developers who are at an older age, um, mm-hmm. but they're memorable because they have worked in the industry long and their track record, whether whether it was a hit or miss, they could they have a huge track record that kind of created the video game industry of now. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't know if you have any thoughts, Jesse, about it. No, I just, I mean, I just obviously like I hope, you know, hope it's not you know something too serious. And unfortunately, it sounds like just you know just from just from the way way that it's going about, you know, that it could be could be something that that would uh, ultimately you know make it so he isn't able to do this anymore. You know, in the past, but. But you know, like I, I feel like I feel like he's obviously he's done a large amount for the community, and and you know if he has to step down, you know that's it's a shame. But but you know, like he he should you know be able to go on go on with the the you know with his life, you know, and record and realize that he you know he's made a big big difference and a big. He's a big deal in the in the gaming community, so you know, and and hopefully, you know, someone, if someone else has to step in, and you know, like someone else will get a chance to, to uh, show, you know, show the world what what they've got to offer. So yeah, and there's a lot there's a lot of RPG composers. Um, yeah, you know, but uh, he's just he's just uh a, like I said a legend. So we're yeah. the best. Um, we can't lose him just yet, <laughs> like like <laughs> him passing away or anything. Yeah, like wish yeah. that or anything, but it's gonna be hard the day that he does. Um, yeah, because he's gonna it, like people are, are. He's the he's kind of like like I said on the level of being mother and and Iwata. Like he's on the level of Iwata. Like if he passes away, there's gonna be a big tribute to him. Like, yeah. like that's going to hurt the whole video game industry, no matter what. And it's going to be a day where, where you just want to hear his soundtrack and hear his work and play games that he contribute. And whether they're, whether you like it or not, or are not into it, you know, it's going to be a day to celebrate. Cause yeah. Um, like like for me, I celebrate Iwata. Uh, the day that he died, I I I say uh, I I tell everybody Happy Iwata Day. Uh, yeah, I, I celebrate Iwata because he not only did he do a lot for Nintendo, like he the, the you know the Nintendo Direct that he was hosting, you know he was making them fun. It was always good to see him, no matter what the Wii U and stuff was going through. 
he always made a Nintendo Direct worth watching and made yeah. that stuff memorable. So I I always try to get sushi or uh, get something uh, get something to eat, uh, but also celebrate a game that he worked on or that he marketed or or just something that he was kind of attached to the, to bring yeah. memory memory uh good memory dedicated memory to him. and that's what I would kind of do like I have Chrono Trigger so I would throw in Chrono Trigger I have Final Fantasy 7 so I would play yeah. that so I could just hear that music and probably the sales sales of his soundtracks and stuff is going to jump yeah well and honestly I I would I would actually argue that like like what he contributes to a game is probably even more important than like you know like because because like you know like you've got multiple people developing a game Mm -hmm. so like there's all different personalities that are kind of touching the game as far as the gameplay but but like when you have one person who's making the music for the game like that like if that's not there that game doesn't feel the same like that like the like you know more and more nowadays and even i mean well even back in the day like with the when there wasn't a whole lot to games like the music was super important because yes. like that's where you got a lot of your uh your you know like your story from because there wasn't talking like other than reading you know the text on the on the on the game there wasn't you know dialogue true dialogue in old games so like all your emotions and stuff like that had to come from the music and so like if that music's different that it's not gonna feel like like it's part of like the same you know games are like same franchise like you know if moving forward he doesn't do the music for the final fantasy well it, it could sound you know pretty different and it would be noticeable you know fairly noticeable that and just like i'm sure it will still feel like a final fantasy game but at the same time it will you'll probably be able to tell you know that it's yes. not not the same you know well we're going to move on uh, Soul Calibur 4 beta starts on September 28th, maybe. Uh, this is the original story. Um, Bandai Neko has announced an upcoming network test for Soul Calibur 6 ahead of the game's release next month for Xbox One and PlayStation 4. Um, they tweeted out, Warriors, prepare yourself for online battles on PS4 and X1. You are invited to help us test our online network for Soul Calibur 6. Log in and play Ranked Match Mode. Download the Soul Calibur 6 Network Test on September 27 and draw your weapons on September 28th at 8 a.m. The beta runs from 8 a.m. September 28th through 8 p.m. September 30th. There will be 15 characters playable on 9 stages. The client can be downloaded on September 27th, one day ahead of the beta start time. While Soul Calibur 6 is releasing on PC as well, the beta has only been announced for Xbox One and PS4. The game will release on all three, however, on October 19th. And this, there was an update. The account has deleted the tweet, but considering how much work went into the video that announced it, it probably just went up early. It is likely the dates are the same as they were outlined below. Um, 
And so uh, one of my friends in uh, the UK, he's going to be playing it. I'm going to be playing it. Uh, I'm going to be downloading it, uh, downloading this on both systems just to get the feel of it. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know about you, Jesse, but um, I'm looking forward to playing Soul Calibur Six uh, and see uh, what uh, they change. If yeah, if they have a demo, I'll, I'll definitely try it. I I just don't get into fighting games really mm-hmm. anymore. So I mean, it's just not not something I'm really you know that's in my my uh, vision of things that I'm looking forward to. But but I'll I'll definitely try it. You know, like I mean, when I did play fighting games, I I always did like the Soul Calibur games. Um, you know, I've I've always been more like mostly into like Mortal Kombat, but but um, you know, like so. You know, I'll I'll definitely probably give it a try if there's a demo. So, yeah, can't hurt. <laughs> and, it's, and it's Frank matches, so um, yeah, that should be fun. Uh, so we're gonna move on to the last story. Uh, Twitch streaming service has been blocked in China. This August, the Jakarta, the Jakarta, well, uh, yeah, th- this August, uh, the Jakarta Palm. Uh, Parliament Bank 2018 Asian Games, a pan-Asian multi-sport tournament, were held in the Indonesian cities of Jakarta and Palembang. Bank. For the first time in the game's history, esports were included among the various sports events. As China took home two gold medals and esports made their debut, many Chinese and gamers around the world were eager to watch the tournament. Unfortunately, many fans could not because state-run media CCTV did not broadcast the event. In turn, many Chinese citizens flocked to Twitch to watch the games, resulting in a massive spike in downloads for the streaming site. Seemingly in response and since... uh, since yesterday when the story was written twitch's website has become inaccessible in china and this app is no longer available in the country's ios app store suggesting that chinese authorities deliberately moved to censor the streaming service according to the virgin shannon liao this block follows a regular pattern by chinese censors who as a precaution will block western media platforms that become too popular with, while Twitch has since confirmed the block in China, it has not provided any further details. Hmm. Um, other popular companies like Facebook, Google, Twitter, and Reddit have also run afoul of the Great Firewall of China. So far, Chinese authorities have not released any official statements. <laughs> I, I get the, that pun. They had to squeeze a pun in there. The Great Firewall. Of China. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, that's that's weird. But but I mean like that but at the same time it's not for China. That's like you know, that's been a, it's just recently that they finally got those Nintendo tablet type things or whatever. Or was yeah. it it was a program that you could run on your tablet. No, it, it, was, that, it was that played it was a Nintendo. Certain, it's a certain tablet that oh, okay. you buy to play with Okay. Games. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, I guess it's small small steps. Maybe, hopefully, someday stuff like that won't won't be blocked anymore. You know, like, they'll, they'll – but it seems like they're kind of slowly, you know, warming up to the idea of games. Mm-hmm. So, 
I guess, you know, like, unfortunately for them, it, su- it sucks because there's a, a lot they're missing out on. But I guess you just, you know, take what you can and hope hope that, that things will change. <laughs> you know, I don't I don't really know a whole lot about how, like, how things run there, work there, you know, like, but, yeah, it, it's kind of a shame. I mean... Uh, you know, like I don't know. I don't know if it's just they feel they feel like if too many people play games that they won't want to work or what. But <laughs> I'm not really sure how how they think there. But but yeah, I mean that's just kind of weird, you know. Especially if if that was the only way that they could watch, you know, watch those games. And in some situations, it's you know, it's I guess at least they got to watch it. You know, hopefully, maybe they'll figure out something else in the in the future, another way that they can watch watch that stuff. But yeah, and I don't know how long the ban is or the takedown was. Um, yeah. So hopefully, we get an update sometime soon and find out what the world happened or like what what the law and stuff like that. Yeah. I'll probably check out the Verge, uh, because okay. if they have more info like that. Then I'll I'll check them out to get more uh, updates about it. Yeah. So. Okay. But we're going to get into our Arsenal exchange. Um, and like I said uh, earlier, we were going to have a roundtable, but we're going to put that discussion uh, on hold. And so our Arsenal exchange is: we know that Telltale Games has, you know, uh let go a lot of people and I won't say they're that they're not no more uh there's still a chance that Telltale can be brought and uh continue as a business but right now I believe there's only 25 employees there to work do work on uh the last season of The Walking Dead a lot of day projects got canceled and everything and also Capcom Vancouver got uh shut down also them uh they did the Dead Rising games and stuff so all their staff mm-hmm. has been let go and all those projects have been canceled i think they lost what like 84 million dollars or 4 million dollars or something 40 million dollars or something uh yeah i think i think it was yeah i think it was like around 40 million or something like that yeah cuz they yeah they had yeah i don't know there's there's some talk about that i'll i'll get into it later but so um, I'm going to ask Jesse uh, because a lot of people were doing a, a hypothetical question and I thought it would, it would make a fun topic. Uh, should Microsoft buy Telltale Games? And what does that do for, uh, what does that say about the adventure games, uh, adventure game genre? Because right now, if you look, if you think of any developer who's really doing an adventure game, uh, only thing I only only company I could think of that comes to mind is Capcom with the Phoenix Wright games. So, what are your mm-hmm. thoughts? Um, I don't know. I, you know, I've been I've been kind of going back and forth. I've been kind of going back and forth on this a little bit, like mm-hmm. thinking about it. Like, like I could see where it would be a good thing to be picked up by microsoft just because like you know like the the idea of the more the more single player based games that they can have in their and their you know their arsenal of of uh exclusives 
would be better. But at the same time, I don't don't really know what to think about because, like, I I personally like there's been some Telltale games that have kind of interested me, but I never I, I never really got interested enough to ever really play any of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so like for me, like uh, me personally, I don't really care about them. <laughs> And I and I know in the past that there's been a lot of negative things said about like the the way they play and stuff, but like if we're going on now, like it seems like overall the the um the the newest game that they released, like people have said, is a lot better. Like since they've changed their engine or whatever, updated it. Yeah, I think it's the Walking Dead game. Yeah, so, so people have said that it, it that it seems to be be better now. Mm-hmm. Um, I still, like I said, I don't really have a personal like I've not personally played it, so I don't know what the differences are, you know, from then versus now. So I'm, you know, I'm just I'm just saying what I've what I've heard, and like I guess if 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 they can up if they've updated things and they've they've kind of fixed some of those issues that people have have kind of complained about in the past well then you know i guess like maybe it could be a good a good thing to pick up but i still don't know if it's going to really be but, something that would do enough for xbox i think it would do great for microsoft and uh they could treat it as like minecraft where Minecraft yeah. is on a whole bunch of other platforms. And yeah. even though they haven't did much on Sony with Minecraft, they have done mm-hmm. a lot with Nintendo. Uh, yeah. and, you know, they, they have still, you know, show some support. And so Microsoft is still making money off of three platform, all the, uh, all three platforms. Uh, and I think they could still do they could still use that business model for switch and if they still want to do it for playstation yeah. 4 and uh steam they could do it do it like that and they could always because they could always do hey it, this is an exclusive release first on windows 10 and xbox one uh mm-hmm. and then X, switch and ps4 will get late will get their versions the week later or a month later um yeah you know there, there's a possibility you could get a Gears of War Telltale game. You could get a Halo Gears of uh, a Halo. Like I would love to see a, like Halo yeah. as a Telltale's game. Yeah, you know, Marcus. Yeah, if, they, if as long as they can do things right, like I, I think, you know, kind of going back to what I was saying, I, I think if they can do things right and do things, you know, better than they have mm-hmm. in the past. Then it could be, uh, you know, a good a good choice. But I think I think the issue, like if I was looking at it from uh, from a Microsoft standpoint, like from a business uh, standpoint, like what they're doing now is too new to judge whether it would be a good investment or not. For, for, for you know, so it would it would be a smart investment because you know they they want more companies. Just just think now now Jesse. Would you not buy a Alan Wake two if if it was based on the main one of the main characters' books, and Telltale did it as a adventure game? 
again, it would it would depend on how well they did the gameplay. Because like for me, mm-hmm. like I, I care. I don't care about story first. Like I care about but, gameplay but, first. But the, but the ideal of actually taking that game, the protagonist, uh, per, the protagonist's job, uh, mm-hmm. you know, like one of his books is, you know, because we don't. I, and I guess in Alan Wake, you never get to read any of his books. But what if Telltale did it? Did like uh, a game based around on Alan Wake, taking one of his stories and making it to an adventure game? Would you not play it? Uh, I might. Like I said, it it just would depend on on how well the game the gameplay works. But I mean, <laughs> you know, like. I mean, you know, well, that would determine whether I finish the game or not. Well, don't think you can't finish it because they, when they, ever since they did episodic, like one episode is like two and a half to three hours. Okay. So you and can... and are the is the gameplay more of like the uh, like Life is Strange type thing where it's like you're 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 like interacting with stuff. In you're, the you're, environment, you're, you're, yeah, you're interacting with stuff, uh, but there it depends on when you're doing action and when you're just walking around doing a sequence. Because when you're doing the okay. action thing, there are time stuff that you have to do, but there's also uh, parts where you make a decision that will affect your the gameplay and the okay. character that you made your that decision for, uh, okay. or a, like for or against they will have some kind of viewpoint of you, which will change okay. part of the story later on in the game. Okay. So it is pretty similar to like the life is strange type mm-hmm. of games where it's like you're, you're learning like the whole story of like what's going on in in the, in the game and like living it through the characters or whatever. But that that's what some adventure games are. It's just like, yeah, it's, yeah. It's story based and you know, but, like like the Batman games, you you are fighting crime and stuff, and you are following a set, uh, set button you know presses and stuff. Um, but there's also parts where you like investigate. There's also parts that you make a decision, and okay. that affects the story, um, the the narrative of the story and stuff. So, okay. um, they could do. I feel like they could do that for a Alan Wake game if Microsoft yeah. brought them. Like yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I could definitely see like that that type of you know that kind of game type, uh, you know, yeah, doing something like that, especially when it's story driven or you know like book driven or whatever. Like, yeah, I, I'm not saying that I couldn't see it happening. I just, I guess I like I I need to like just see what their what their games are about mm-hmm. see if it's you know. But I but I mean for the you know sake of of now. Like you know, I again, I like it's something I would play, and I and I definitely would be something I, good I, I for would, for Microsoft to have. I, I would say that if you could find a real cheap copy of the Batman Telltale game for Xbox One, uh, I I I, I would say get it, or if you can mm-hmm. rent it, or if Pat or one of your friends and stuff got it, um. Uh, you can see if you could get it from them because it it has to hold all five episodes, so mm-hmm. you could you could split it up on how you want to play. Like if you if you did the whole chapter, now you want to wait till tomorrow to do it. You can do that. Yeah, I think I think I got the the first 
first season or episode or whatever of of uh the walking dead i think at some point that was free and i i downloaded it and then i uh I just deleted it out of my, but I, I still have it in my, like, stuff that I, ready to download, I think. I'm pretty sure it was that. I know, I know I had something, something from, from Telltale. I could have swore that was free at some point to play the first episode of or whatever. It might be, I know they did one for Borderlands. Okay. Um, Yeah, the border, yeah, the border. See, I like for me like that just didn't interest me at all because it seemed kind of forced almost. Like the whole like trying to make a story with that, but I didn't it's, really. It's more comedic. Um, yeah, is it okay? Yeah, it's more comedic than it's just trying to be like guns are blazing and stuff. Like it's, yeah. it's good writing, and but you know it's it's five episodes. And you go through it and make your decision stuff, and it's just like very comedic. It's having fun. Yeah. Um. Uh. The Wolf Among Us is really good as a story. As a game. yeah. And yeah. it's sad that we're not getting to because I, I beat the whole game in one day on PS4. One yeah. Or two, one or two days, I think. Uh, I, let's just say I had some downtime. <laughs> Well, the now the Wolf Among Us that that's a that's a um that that like that's something that they actually created. No, is it not? No, no it's that that's based it's off of DC another property. property as well. Oh yeah, that's right. It's yeah, Virgo. And yeah, Virgo and stuff. Yeah, so, that's right. But it it really is good. Like it, yeah, it it deserves the war that and stuff that it got. Like I played it and I. I couldn't stop gushing about this game because it was that good. And and if you play all the tell, if you play a Telltale game like all five chapters all the way through, it's a it's probably about eight to nine hours or ten yeah. hours. Well, and I and I think that's you know like maybe like a, from a from a you know like a a business standpoint if they did if that was a choice that they made, I what I'm guessing is like. I mean, maybe, you know, they would test the waters the first year, like let them make another, another walking dead or whatever. But like, I feel like even the walking dead, like as a whole, like that franchise is kind of like people are losing interest in it because it's kind of getting stale. Mm -hmm. Like it's just a constant, like it's just like getting to a point where everything's already kind of been done. and, And it seems like a lot of people have just kind of lost lost interest in the show you know now mind you those are the games if i remember correctly are based more off the the uh comics yeah but but um so i guess that you know that probably won't change as as much because that that i feel like the comics are are still like pretty important amongst people you know that are fans of that first anyways mm-hmm so, but I, you know, I could see them maybe just if they did do it, did make that choice that they would probably focus more on the ones that have been, you know, like have done really well and have, you know, like people have seemed to be most interested in. Mm-hmm. And then I could see them maybe some, weeding some of those other ones eventually out. And then, like you said, like, you know, maybe approaching doing a halo one or uh 
you know, Alan Wake one or uh, even a Sunset Overdrive one, maybe. I don't know. Right. Who knows? And, and, and they could and they could resurrect those projects that's been canceled and put them on other consoles and yeah. still be able to take the Xbox French, the Microsoft franchises and do it, do them exclusively for Xbox one and Windows yeah. 10. So they could, they could kind of split the business in a sense and yeah. really approach different games and stuff. If, yeah. if they, if they wanted to, you know. Yeah, because it would kind of be cool to get like an, an origin story to Sunset Overdrive to like, mm-hmm. you know, like dig a little bit deeper into, you know, how how all that stuff really started, and you know, like, you know, deep dig deeper into that into that part of the story that, you know, at times is just kind of you know like forgotten in that game. Yeah. But everybody, that is going to be our Arsenal exchange. Uh, sorry if the episode is kind of short, but you know we kind of want to keep it precise, uh, precise and kind of a, a little bit tight. I mean, we'll have longer episodes in the future because I know we're going to have a, a good discussion on some more games. Uh, but you know, it's sad to see what happens to Telltale. Um, I, I, you know, the whole video game community wished them the best. You know, Ubisoft is having a, I think, a brunch for them, a lunch, and we're just like, hey, uh, we're looking for people. Come out and eat with us. Um, we're paying for it and stuff. Like, they tweeted that out and stuff for the employees, yeah. those employees who lost. And, you know, uh, all of these developers pitched out to the folks at Telltale and be like, hey, come right, come work for us. And so I think that, yeah. that, I think that's really cool that, you know, people got, um, other developers, got other developers back when a studio closed because um, they well, even did that for uh what's the one that amy himmick had uh oh uh, uh my mind's it starts with a v uh vo- vo- volition or vo- volition no. is thq no yeah okay no um I don't. I don't remember now. Yeah, but yeah, I'm my mind. But yeah, yeah, they they reached out to them, so uh, hopefully all those people land on their feet. But we kind of want to know what you guys think. Should Microsoft buy Telltale? Uh, and like, what games can you see Microsoft actually doing if they bought Tell? If, if they were able to buy Telltale and rehire people, get new people in. What games would you like to see on other platforms, and what IP or an ideal of their IP can be exclusively for Windows 10 and Xbox One? You guys can email the show at arsenalxpodcast at gmail.com. Also, you can find us on Facebook at arsenalx. Uh, NGR's Radio Xbox Podcast Group. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Arsenal X Podcast, all one word, and Instagram as Arsenal X Podcast. Uh, you can check out our YouTube channel, Arsenal X Xbox Channel. Uh, Jesse, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at Phantom Maggot AX. You can find and SoundCloud as well. <laughs> yes, and you can find Corey at Corey in HD eighty six on Twitter and other places. You can find me at that retro code on Twitter, and you can check out Optional Opinion on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, and other podcast apps. Um, the video video games is in its final week. Um, I am talking about 
the art of the character, talking about the mixture of art and character and how well they work together. Um, you guys can check the past two weeks. Uh, the first week was the beauty of character, and I have a podcast with the guys Trey Johnson and Jeremy from Nintendo Domain. Uh, also, I talked about the beauty of art with Jesse White. You guys can check that episode that just recently dropped, and this. Uh, Saturday, would you guys, uh, if you guys listen to Optional Opinion, you would be able to hear me and my special guests talking about both uh, the art of the character. Um, and then my special guest will be uh, arriving to give the epilogue to close out everything for the video video games. So hopefully you guys have enjoyed it. Like I said, it is an NGRRadio.com exclusive. But as always, we're going to throw up the X one more time. <laughs> Sorry everybody I had to throw up my ex a little bit late I was getting something together And we will see you next time on Arsenal X Podcast Bye everybody Bye everybody <laughs>